Good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome to Loudmouth Radio Network. Tonight's show in the studio with Sunny is live on air, broadcasting from the beautiful city of Metro Atlanta. Tonight is going to be an awesome, stupendous show. I hope you all are ready for this foolishness because it is about to be sickening. This is an awesome time. We're so happy to be on air tonight. I'm your host, Sunny, giving it an end. And man, can I tell you guys, I have a beautiful, awesome view of downtown Atlanta. Tonight is going to be an awesome show, so I hope you guys are ready. For all our listeners, please dial in at 347-826-7520. And for all our special listeners that are on Facebook, make sure you connect with us on Facebook online at Loudmouth Online, and that's 2D. And all my Twitter followers, make sure you're tweeting at Loudmouth, L-O-U-D-D-M-O-U-T-A. Make your post your comments, make your questions be heard. We would definitely approach anything that you have to say. Tonight's show is being broadcasted via internet at blogtalkradio.com slash loudmouthradio. I want to make sure that we take the definite time to mention our media partners. As always, they're very important to us, and we want to recognize them always at the beginning of our show. So this actual show is being supported and sponsored by Loudmouth Media's own Fletcher & Sons Auto 2 Repair in Jonesboro, Georgia at 7363 Terra Boulevard. And I actually want to make sure you guys know how to contact them, 770-471-0116. They specialize in foreign and domestic vehicle repair, ASC certified, better business you're qualified, so I think you want to make sure that your vehicle is in good hands for your repairs. So make sure you connect with them today. Also, see the video online at Fletcher and Sons on LoudmouthTV.com. Now, for all of those who are listening on air with us through the uh, chat lines, our chat window is open tonight, so make sure you connect with us and uh, let us know what you want to say to me or my guest, my special guest tonight. We want to make sure, too, we also recognize... Digimo Printing of Stockbridge, Georgia, who is specializing in the best of graphic design and print. They're located in the heart of Stockbridge, Georgia, in Henry County. You can reach them at 770-506-2996. And they're actually also online at digimoprinting.com. And for our listeners, they have an awesome opportunity to take advantage of some great promotions. For Digimo Printing customers listening to Loudmouth Radio, you're able to get 250 business cards for only $25 as well as 1,000 flyers and 10 11 by 17 posters free with your purchase. Any design fees will be extra, but trust me when I tell you their design work is off the chain. They did all our things for all of our shows. So with that being said, you got to know that it's something sexy. So connect with them today as well. Now, for all of those who have not been following the great news that we've been announcing over the last week, we're now part of Stitcher Radio. So now we've connected with 15,000-plus major radio networks like ESPN, Wall Street Journal, Glenn Beck, all these guys that are in the industry doing their thing on talk radio. Loudmouth Radio Network is a part of that family now. So we want to make sure you download the app on your iPhone or your Android at Stitcher Radio, and that's spelled S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. You download that app, make sure you look us up as a radio network and favor us so you can actually get all of our feeds directly right to your cell phone. Or if you want a 4 million people that have those beautiful in-car dashboard capabilities, you can actually hear us in your car. Now, this evening's broadcast will be available for download after 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
So if you want or desire to, um, if you missed this show from the beginning, definitely you can go back and catch it right on air. Um, after we come off air, you can actually download on demand. Now, for all of those who have um, your mobile phone handy, you can actually text and, and become a part of our mobile message family. Text Loudmouth, L-O-U-D-D-M-O-U-T-H, at 77948. So what that means is you text Loudmouth to your cell phone, you become included to our special promotions, different things from our media partners, any special announcements that's going on with the radio network, our upcoming guests, things that we want to make sure that you're aware of first before our listening audience. So make sure you do that. Man, can I tell you guys, I'm up in the penthouse week tonight, and this is so crazy. People don't be thinking about stuff when they're on the 35th floor and the 20th floor, but, baby, I'm looking across the way, and I see people just walking around in their windows, and I'm like, damn, I hope they make sure they have on clothes because you can see all my everything. But that's another thing. So <laughs> y'all don't believe me. I'm going to make sure we take some little snippets of this beautiful skyline of Metro Atlanta I've made home for the last eight years. And I got a cute little baby. We got the puppies in the studio with us tonight. My baby ain't even here with me, but we got a little precious baby. Hey, buddy. Buddy might even call y'all tonight on air, so don't act funny if you hear Buddy making noise. Buddy wants to speak to our live audience, too. So tonight, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention, but we got an awesome guest um, who I'm just going to really pump, pump, pump hard and talk about over the air all night while we on air. So I hope y'all ready. But, you know, normally I try to touch on, like, current events and topics and things that's been going on. And you know what? There's a lot that's been happening, I'm sure. But I'm going to be honest with you. We have been so um, so driven and, and so focused at Loudmouth Radio Network that I haven't had an opportunity to look at other things that I wanted to speak on. But what I will share is that our team did an awesome um, remote broadcast on Monday in Douglasville at Tinseltown Studios. Um, right off of, um, oh, my goodness, Fairburn Road. I believe the address was 6387 Fairburn Road at Tinseltown Studios. Bobby was magnificent. We broadcasted our show Monday night, The Universal Mind, with Roderick Watkins. He did his thing in the studio there while we were preparing for our live video that we did to prepare for Live Mouth Radio Network uh, video promos that we're going to be sending out on, on uh, online. So you guys can see that, check that out. It was so hilarious. We all see some of these videos. Y'all were like, damn, did they know that was taping? Yes, we did. We didn't care. So it's some hell fucking y'all going to see on them things. I'm going to tell y'all that right now. <laughs> but you know what? If you don't see us at our truest, how will you feel comfortable to listen to us? So we wanted to make sure that we came clear, we came correct, and we came from our hearts. And even in our fumbles, let me tell y'all something. Y'all think that it's all love and glory. Buddy is loving me up over here. Hey, buddy. When I tell you, you think it's all love and, and happiness in these studios, baby, it's stuff that happens and go on, and you would be surprised how crazy it is. And you're trying to get on air like tonight. I am running into my guest uh, place here in downtown Atlanta because we just, I had meetings on top of meetings today. And because of that, you know, sometimes you have to run into the studio line. So don't think, I don't understand what it's like to be under pressure, baby. I was under pressure today. Y'all coming up the phone line. Trying to make sure I was coming up the elevator, make sure I get on air on time. Elevator one to act up, knock me off the phone line. I said, this is crazy. But that ain't going to stop me. No, no, no. That ain't going to stop me. I'm standing out the window rubbing, buddy. I'm so happy to be here. You happy to be here, baby? I think he's breastfeeding. He's sitting up here just bubbling me up. I'm gonna hey, baby. I got a dog, so buddy is like smelling my baby on me. 
And all my dog lovers, you know, chat, let us know that you are happy to hear that Buddy's in the studio. Y'all get Buddy some love. When you call in, make sure you press the number one on your keypad. And uh, we'll bring you in, let you talk to us live on the studio. For all our listeners, I see somebody's online starting to uh, listen to us online. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Let me see. Do I have any gossip? Um, yeah, I ran that red light the other day, but I ain't going to admit it. Um, I, I ain't got I ain't got much to say about that, but I will tell you this that I want to make sure you guys are keeping up with us. You can follow our, our blog on loudmouth.com, and um, like I said, I want to make sure that if you have a business and you want to have some some really nice professional videos and stuff done, um, get with Bobby at Tinseltown Studios. He's got some great opportunities. He's got a summer camp that he's running over there. They're able to do uh, photo shoots for you if you need to have some videos done to, because um, um, everybody in Atlanta now is trying to audition for stuff. So if you need to have an audition video, my recommendation is make sure it's good. You know what I mean? Make sure you've got things precisely the way you want to do them. And if you're a student and you're trying to build up your reel, another great opportunity. And those guys are very humble over there. So I'm sure they'll work with you without a problem. So um, for all those that are listening online and you're at com. I got the chat open. I see my boo-boo there. Hey, Chris. I see you live again and you're online with us. So make sure you are posting your statements, comments. You want to say, hey, we're going to get it in. My guest tonight, Funky Geneva, oh, my God. Let me tell you something. I thought I was a fool. But then I oh, my God. In case y'all don't know what's really about to go down on this line tonight, this sugar baby plump here better be getting it in. Notoriously known for posting these awesome YouTube videos from Mimi Leaks to Jocelyn to you, you name it. Anybody that's especially you on reality TV and you want to show your ass, I promise you, fuck you on that incubator and then show the world my hair is laid like what? <laughs> so tonight is going to be awesome. Hey, sis, I love you too. Um, this is going to be an awesome show. So, uh, have you been uh, tweeting? You need to let people know to go ahead and tweet so they can talk to us on the studio line because we're going to open this up. And I'm going to uh, allow my guests to come on in and share in the in the love and happiness. You there live with me, Sickle Baby? Yes, God, bitch. I'm on the line. All right. It is about to be foolish. Yes. How are you? I am, I'm better now. I'm trying to tell you how you got friends that be having some nice stuff. And they don't, they don't tell you the truth. They don't give you the deal of what they got going on. They don't give you the, what they got going on. But when you come into a palace, honey, and you're able to see the real true deal of where you live at, honey, you know what's really going on. <laughs> this baby's penthouse is something Serious, honey. I see. I think I can see Morocco from here. Child, I'm trying, honey. How you doing? I am doing fabulous. I have been doing too many things at too many times, and because of that, um, I have to do things like this and say, you know what? I'm doing this radio show. It's so impromptu. I don't give my guests a whole lot of opportunity to to know what's going on. I'm like, this is what you need to do. You need to call in eight o'clock on Wednesday, and this was gonna happen. And I'm just so fortunate that my guests have been so nice. And so sweet, and they say, "Sonny, I got you." So they get on air, cause I be, I be like, I was texting the hell out of you this week. Mm-hmm. And I was good asleep on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> so please tell our audience 
you know, how you got started, you know, what you got going on, and, and we'll go from there. Well, you know, this whole thing really got started um, by fate, by mistake. I was playing around one day in the basement with the wig that I had found from Halloween, and I had just put the wig on. I was like, yes, bitch, yes, that's fishy, honey, just playing with the wig. And I thought it was kind of funny. Called a friend from college and said, you know, I got this video I want to show you. And uh, he said, well, text it to me. Long story short, the file was too big to text, so I yeah. uploaded it to my YouTube channel. Okay. He thought it'd be a funny idea to post it on Facebook with me with this wig on. Now, mind you, I'm a white-collar corporate accountant, my family and church home and everybody's on here. Oh, wow. And I'm like, why would you do that? Why would you do that? But it actually turned out to be one of the best things ever because the video took off um, really quickly, and that's what started the whole funky Dineva Empire. So now, how long have you been going? I've been doing this full time now for about a year and a half, two years. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, damn, this is what 2013. Mm-hmm. You started like 2011. 2011. Mm-hmm. So now, um, so once you posted the video, mm-hmm. what what took place after you posted the video? So I posted the video, and people on uh, Facebook, oh, this is so funny. They started sharing it, and so I was like, well, people like this. I said, well, I want to continue doing it. I started just doing it as a journal. Okay. Um, I would just talk about various things that were going on in my life. Um, and then one day I got a tweet from uh, Estelle. Mm-hmm. The singer? The singer. Okay. And she was like, I am on set with Rick Ross at a video shoot, and my makeup artist mm-hmm. just showed me this extremely funny video. She's like, you know, oh, my God, you're so funny, you're so funny. About two months later, I get a phone call from uh, one of Estelle's associates. And they're like, Estelle is in Atlanta, okay. and she says, you've got to be at her show. Get to the show, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, she actually remembered me. Oh, my God, I'm still not thinking anything of this. So I continued doing the videos, and then Shawnee started tweeting me, and then Tammy Roman started tweeting me. And then before you know it, I got this email from YouTube, and they were like, we want to make you a partner. You know, here's what you got to do. Bam. You know, and I started looking at it. I I read the little paperwork. I was like, oh, this is stupid. I don't have time for this. So I never responded to the email. Oh, sh- wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So you got people. <laughs> people. How many? I mean, really? Mm-hmm. Who gets emails? around and miss my blessing. Okay. Play <laughs> too much. I, I want to, uh, you too. I want to email. I want to so, email. Okay, so they sent me so this email. Uh-huh. Okay. They sent me this email. And they were saying, you know, we want to make you a partner. You can get in our program, and it pays three cents per whatever, whatever, whatever. And I was like, I don't have time for this. But I hated my job at the time. And one day I was at work just goofing off on a computer, killing time, not doing work. And I actually filled out the email. Mm-hmm. And um, in the first month, I think I made like $80. And I said, okay, well, this good bar money, this good wow. gas money. And I think the first type of money, and still wasn't thinking of this as a business. The second month, probably made about $150. The third month, I got fired from work. I got fired. It wasn't your ass over there at work. Right. That's exactly what it was. That's exactly what it was. It's all corporate. They had that shit encrypted. They know your computer now. 
not so much because I was tweeting, but because my heart wasn't in it and my productivity went down. I just wasn't doing my damn work. I didn't I didn't give a okay, shit. Well, I hated that honest. damn job. I hated that damn job. Some people should have been fired me. Some people should have been fired me. Um but <laughs> quiet as kept. Um but so I said to myself at that time, this story's been kinda of long. I said to myself at that time, God, I'm making money with these videos. I said unemployment is fourteen hundred dollars a month. Wow. If I can just get these videos to bring in another fourteen hundred dollars a month, I can cut back and live off of that. And in two months the videos are making fourteen hundred and then they just continue to grow and grow and grow and grow and the rest is what you see today. Oh my God. So you literally almost truly and undoubtedly miss it. Yes. I did. Yeah. I did. It so, happened by accident, then I almost missed it. Wow. Yeah. Are you serious? Well, so now from the point that you did the first video to the point that YouTube connected with you, uh-huh. how long ago was that? Um, I'm trying to let me see. From the moment I did the first video to the time so it probably was it probably was within three months of the very first video and that would have been um probably somewhere around January of eleven. January of twenty eleven. January. So this was exactly like two and a half years. Yeah. Two and a half years. Two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you have um, YouTube, mm-hmm. YouTube was your found your foundation. YouTube was my foundation. What What took place after YouTube that led you to start getting media attention with the networks? Um, me talking about the shows. Me talking okay. about the shows and just doing really really funny reviews. And the funny thing about it is now we now live in an era where Social media goes hand in hand with the success of any business, and they were they were understanding that with what I was doing, with what I was doing, it was creating a very large social media presence for their brand, and so it, it, it was worthwhile for them. Oh my God! So you actually took you were corporate, mm-hmm. so then you basically turned around and now you're showing corporate how to get it in exactly. So what was your first network opportunity? My first network opportunity, I got a phone call after Love & Hip Hop. You know, season one of Love & Hip Hop, there was something about that show that just moved my soul. I loved that show. So, you know, I, I, things I'm passionate about I can talk about really well. And the producers called me um, when they were getting ready to film the reunion, and they wanted to use some of my clips in the reunion. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Candy from Housewives, Candy's my manager. And uh, Candy's Candy my manager. Candy's my manager. yourself. And okay. our agent, uh, a lady by the name of Tracy Christian, mm-hmm. uh, is uh, she works at VH1 and Mona and all of them. And she, so she mm-hmm. said, well, let me call Tracy. And Mona's, Mona's the producer of the Love and Hip Hop series, so if y'all don't know. Exactly. Mona okay. Scott Young. Okay. And she said, um, let me call Tracy because I don't know how to price these licensing fees. They want to license out your videos. Let me call Tracy. Well, Tracy called Mona and said, I'll do you one better. Instead of using his videos, why don't you just use him? Live. Right? Mona said, bring him on. Awesome. Because I think I saw the first time mm-hmm. you were in the audience there. Uh-huh. Was it the reunion show? That was the reunion show. Yeah, and then Dirty Little Secrets was next. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So this was last year. This was last year. Okay. So then from there, you also – now, what, what happened with the Housewives from that? Um. So I was uh, – Invited to go, I'd be a bartender on Bravo Andy. Watch what happens live. You know that show that comes oh, on yeah, after yeah, yeah. after the Real Housewives. Exactly, 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 exactly. You know, so, actually, I thought at first that they were doing that in New York. They are. 
Okay, they are. It is in New York. Okay, uh-huh. I'll okay. tell you a very funny story about that too. Okay. That show mm-hmm. is filmed in an office probably the size of a small bedroom in an apartment. Bitch, I knew it. And everything I in there it. is cardboard. I knew it. And so I had them heels on, and my <laughs> was hurting like a mouse. <laughs> Then, you were the host bartender? I was the host bartender. Oh, my feet were hurt. And, you know, I couldn't even lean on the damn bar because ah. it was made out of cardboard. It, oh, God, that was the most horrible experience of my life. <laughs> oh, my God. So, literally, you on this handmade shaft. Yes. And people don't realize studio sets that you can pop them up mm-hmm. and pop them down. That's mm-hmm. the most economical way mm-hmm. to do things. You know, and I'm going I'm to go into a whole nother mm-hmm. level in a second, but help me. My, my, I got my little... Uh, Production assistant, remember where I was so I don't go because I go left okay. and go back. So, Hollywood, just make that be my token to remember, okay? Just say Hollywood and I remember. Literally, that that night, I, I saw that show too. So then, after you did Andy Cohen and you did the Andy Cohen, you said you had a funny story. I don't want to take you away from that. But with the Andy Cohen. funny story? Yeah, you said it was a funny story. Yeah, I mean, leaning on the bar with no oh, damn yeah. shit with, with my heels Was you shaking trying to bring the people their drinks? Was their drinks like halfway on the floor? So, no, I had already them? told them, do not let me have to move from my house. <laughs> <laughs> so I was sending the do-boy to send the drinks. Right, or they, right, right. Well, you okay. know, you know, it's production. You just stand there holding it and look cute. And I had a problem exactly. looking cute. And then they cut away. And, and, exactly. and they stick those drinks in exactly. their hands. Exactly. All my people exactly. in post-production, that's how they go. Right. So, <laughs> literally, you did that. How big was your hit? Were you on a three-inch or five-inch here? I think it was a five inch. It was oh, yeah, five inch. They was. They were burning. Five inch burning. How long is the show taping? Um, it's and it's and it's live. That's true. Like live with like a thirty second delay. So anything that goes on is it's broadcast to the way it's happening. I love it, it. You know, ain't I no room, no mistake. Show us it for an hour. They have watch what happens live, and then they have the other part when they call in. The people can call in. So it was an hour. Awesome. So then, when you did that show. Mm-hmm. What what followed behind that? What momentum did, did you gain from? Um, it actually just gave my brand credence, you know, and it, and it, it was, you know, I'm one of few bloggers. To, and I'll tell you, well, I guess at that time was I a blogger? Yeah, I think I was. I think I started the site at the time, but it gave me credence. It, it, it took me from YouTube to a more serious level. People started to realize, okay, wow, there's something more to this. Mm-hmm. Than just this person cutting the fool on YouTube. It legitimized me. I know that's right. And I'm gonna share. I'm gonna share some stuff just from. This is only my fourth, fourth show, within the studio. Um, I actually produce all our shows that's on there uh, on our on our network now. <clears throat> but with my show, you know, dealing with the entertainment, dealing with media personalities, I try to tell people that you know what, it's people that have taught corporations now how to better brand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Social media has twisted mm-hmm. what corporate has once known, and I think that you have just shown how you can take something. If you have enough courage, sometimes you just got to do it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And universe allows you to get fired, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that's a celebration within mm-hmm. itself. You had to get fired to say, you mm-hmm. know what, I can be strong mm-hmm. with this. Mm-hmm. I could be, you know, much better with this. And because of that, um, what have you had feedback from other people? So, you know, it's so funny that you said that in terms of having courage and um, whatnot, because when I actually started this 
all my friends, everyone around me was like, what are you doing? What is that? You need to, you need to cut that out. Don't, what is this? This is embarrassing. What are you doing? And I look back at the situation now, and those are the very same people that's calling and asking me for a loan. You know what I'm saying? It's so funny because had I listened to those people, had I played it safe, had I allowed, you know, society to tell me this is how things are supposed to be, I wouldn't have gotten where I am thus far. You know, so your courage, courage, you're right. You've got to have courage. You've got to dare to be different, and you've got to know your truth. And that always starts with knowing yourself. You just got to know but, but you what know you're what, about. What happens, and we got a call, a call I see you. We're going to bring you on in just a second. Even with that, you have people that are been in their careers for a long time, mm-hmm. and not everybody is still mm-hmm. at that point of knowing themselves, mm-hmm. but just being able to say, because you, you say you were an accountant. I was a corporate accountant a for corporate nine years. Accountant. You didn't know this part of you at that point. I didn't know the business side of it. I didn't know. I knew this side of me. Okay. Well, okay, let me rephrase that. You kind of discovered mm-hmm. that the elements that are, because everything is within. Right. Everything that we are and possess mm-hmm. and all our full capabilities within. Mm-hmm. But this allowed you to have a more fuller mm-hmm. essence. Because I'm going to tell you something. Ain't no way in hell you could have told me, boo-boo, that you was a corporate mm-hmm. accountant. And I would have known that because your personality from the moment, because Mind you, I got to give credit to my my sis that's online listening to us. My sis, you see it right here, mm-hmm. Crystal. Say hey to my Crystal. Hey, Chris, what's the TV? Crystal number one fan. Yes, God, honey. We got to get this Crystal on the line. <laughs> no, her, she needs to call in 347-826-7520. We'll bring you in live. Um, and you know what? I did tell this caller we are going to let them talk. So I'm going to bring you in, caller. Um, so for you doing that, how fulfilling has it been for you switching from corporate America to this? Extremely fulfilling because now I don't feel like I work. I don't feel like I work at all. I just I feel like a rich white woman. I feel like I just lay up in the day. Look at this big-ass pretty woman. And just do what I like to do. And, 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 you know, the beautiful thing I tell my friends all the time, I'm now in a place where I just, I don't do nothing I don't want to do. Oh and your life does not have to be reduced to, getting up, beating a damn clock for somebody every day from 9 to 5. I mean, for some people, that works. Okay. For some personality types, that right. works. Right. For and me, it just didn't, you know. And we live in a society that tells us that's how it's supposed to be. You know, you, you, you go to high school, go to college, get out, get a good job, grind, 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 grind. Life don't have to be that way because I'm going to tell you, now, I don't do shit. I sit on my ass all day like a rich white woman, and I collect my check. Okay. Call him. Bring this caller live. Call you live in the studio. Welcome. Ma, it's Liz, like funky com. Hey, honey. Hey, honey. How are you? Ma, it's Liz, like I have a question. I need you to fix my life. Okay. Go on here. What's the tea, bitch? Okay. Bitch, I don't finish from college. I'm trying to find the stuff I'm finna do. You know, there are too many jobs out there and unemployment is too high. No God haunty. What's your advice for somebody who is trying to be a B white woman? <laughs> for somebody who's trying to find you an old white man to school. <laughs> That's Child, I done done all them websites, haunty. They ain't working because, no. you know, these white men don't fit in like them black people. No God haunty. No haunty. <laughs> The biggest, the biggest piece of advice I would give you is to really sit down and find out what your passion is. Don't worry about trying to 
you know, people have passion, but they're scared to say what it is because they don't think it's going to make them any money or they think they think it's stupid. Don't worry about that part. Just start doing what you're passionate about, and the universe will put everything else in line for you. I swear to you. And my story is evidence of it. I had a $6 wig that I found up under a sofa and turned it into a business. So if I can, if I can take something as you know, seemingly ridiculous as wearing a raggedy wig and turning it into a business, surely somebody else can. So less about the money, more about the determination, huh? Yes, money. I mean, money, money, money comes and goes. Money is easy to come by. Money is easy to lose. Don't worry about the money. Anything you do that you're passionate about will make money. That that's just all to it. That's the way the universe works. Okay, thank you, Nessa girl. Thank you. Thank you. That's awesome, Carla. Thanks for calling in. So that's a great question. It's a sincere question. And, you know, there's so many people. Uh, do, do you want me to continue? Do you want me to you okay. talk about Deneva tonight? Yeah, we can. Deneva, do you know that your story um, is so imperative for the world to know? Because there are a lot of young people. There are people there in their mid, you know, 40s and 50s that know that there's more to themselves. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you need something to shake you up. Getting fired for me. Bam. It's what happened. You know, and it's so funny because I have a friend, that, um, a friend whose father's a pastor, he said, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes God will invo- will make you, wait, what did he say? God will involuntarily make you do what you voluntarily wouldn't have done. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's funny because I made good money and there's never a right time to leave a good job. You know, you ne- there's never a right time to leave your good job with your good benefits, with your, you know, stable paycheck, this, that, and the third. And it took God firing me. And then I'll never forget the day, the day after I got fired, I went and filed my unemployment, and I was in front of the computer filling out my resume, and I said, why are you auditioning for misery? You don't like this. You don't like this. So why are you sitting here filling out your resume auditioning, pretty much going and asking somebody, can you please make me miserable for another eight hours and pay me to be miserable? That's stupid because that's an effort what people are doing, being paid to be miserable. That's stupid to me when you can be paid to be happy. That's So we got a caller. I'm going to let this caller come in. I'm going to ask another question. Caller, you are live. Welcome. Caller, don't be shy. Go ahead and speak up. We can see you listening in. Would you like to say anything? Ask a question. Okay. Yes, Hello. You there? We can hear you, caller. Hello. Hey, we can hear you. Welcome in the studio with Sonny. You got Sonny and you got Funky on the line. Deneva, what would you like to ask your question, honey? Funky Deneva? Just me, bitch. What's the thing? <laughs> I just want to say I start watching your blog. And I loved it. Your whole story Aww. has inspired me. Your story has really inspired me to be a better person and not worry about what other people say. Oh, you got to be. Got to be. Fuck them. <laughs> I love what they You've given me a lot of strength. I love what you do. I, I feel like you are a very genuine person and you just, you're you. I try to be unapologetically, and that's the thing. You have. That's that's what I tell people all the time. Just do you. Don't worry about other folks because 
they're going to have something to say regardless. And, and here's the funny thing, too, about your dreams and about being a better person. People only see possible for you what they see possible for themselves. And so that's why oftentimes, like, when I was trying to do this, people were like, oh, you can't do that. That ain't going to work. No, that's because your ass ain't got no talent. and It ain't possible for you, so you want to confirm that upon me. Just do you, baby. Be happy. And, uh, yeah, you you be that better person. And thank you so much. Thank you. That means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your... You know, people, and I'm going to tell you this, as, you know, I've been a fool all my life. And, you know, sometimes people say, well, oh, you're a comedian, or you this, or you that, and, you know, people try to put you in one box, mm-hmm. and I'm not that one box person, but I'll never downplay mm-hmm. what, you know, what I find true to be me. Mm-hmm. I love to see people smile. My damn logo is my smile. Mm-hmm. It's huge. Mm-hmm. And, you know, smile is universal, universal language. Mm-hmm. Anywhere you go in the world, people recognize the smile, mm-hmm. even if you can't communicate. And this is great to hear you are able to impactively give something like this to other people. Aww. You see what I'm saying? It's amazing. We're going to go to commercial in a minute, but we got another live caller. I'm going to let them come in in a second, too. It's amazing that you are able to do what you've been able to do. When we come back, I'm going to talk about some of my other guests that I've had on the line and how your story is such a, a, a huge impact with other established actors and people in Hollywood when we come back. And uh, I'm going to let this caller come in and speak to you, and then uh, we'll go to commercial break. Caller, you're live within the studio. Hello? Hey, child. Hello. Hello. I got my mm-hmm. lipstick on. Hey, bitch, you better wear it, bitch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I First got my I love you. Oh, I love you more. <laughs> I love you so much. You are so uplifting. I saw it on Twitter. I had to call because it's a three four seven. I'm in New York too. Shout out to Long Island. I had yes, to call God. to tell you I love you. I Let love you. What, what's your hair laid like tonight? With my hair is laid. Mm, let me see. My hair is laid like Deborah Cox. Nobody's supposed to be here. Yes, God, bitch. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good yes, one. Yes, <laughs> nobody, because I'm just feeling, mm, I don't feel like being bothered. Nobody's supposed to be here. Nobody's supposed to be here. I know that's right. Yes, oh. child. <laughs> well, thank you so much for calling in, honey. You're welcome. You be blessed. Oh, I'm not. Oh, I'm Naisha Renee. I actually follow you on Twitter, Funky Daddy. I tweet you all the time, but a million people do. <laughs> awesome, and, and and this is Sunny. I'm the host of the show. Thank you for calling in. I love to hear our no listeners with our guests. They proud. Follow me as well at Loudmouth L O U D D M O U T H. And okay. when you go ahead and, and uh, hey, post your comments so we can then include both of us and let us know how you enjoyed the show. Okay, no problem. You will be blessed. All right, you have a good night, baby girl. Okay, bye bye. Awesome. We are just having a ball. We got somebody else on the call in, too, caller. I want you to just be patient. Well, two more people on the call in. Just be patient for a hot second. We're going to go to commercial break uh, for about 45 seconds and come right back, okay?
This broadcast is being sponsored by Fletcher & Sons Auto 2 Repair of Jonesboro, Georgia at 7363 Terra Boulevard. Want to make sure you connect with them for your auto repair needs. They actually specialize in foreign and domestic vehicles. Also see their video online at loudmouthtv.com. Also, AtlantaCarFinders.com is actually your number one referral source to help you find a vehicle. So make sure if you're in need of a new car, don't worry about your credit. If you've had some trouble, you've had past history uh, credit problems, they'll work with you. Get with them today at AtlantaCarFinders.com. And Digimo Printing, right out of Stockbridge, Georgia. Make sure you connect with them to get your graphic and your design work done. So we're back live. We're in the studio with Sunny tonight. My special guest, Buddy. We got the baby doggy Buddy. She, I just love it. Hey, sweetie, you just keep coming back to speak to me. I love. You're gonna be dogless tonight. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> this little baby going home with me. We got Funky Dineva here, sitting next to me, and um, we we got a little surprise for you guys too. So we're gonna share that at the end of the uh, episode tonight. What we're gonna do for our special people that have been listening. You'll hear first. So we were talking on air, and I I know we got two callers, and I told them to be patient, and they had been. So I'm going to let them come in, and then we'll pick up our conversation. Okay. Let's see what we got here. Call me live on air. Hey, I just got one question. Oh, shit. What's up, man? Hi, Bree. Hi. Hi. You follow uh, Funky Dineva, don't you, babe? Yes, that's how I saw it. I just happened to just look on on Twitter, and I saw it, and I was like, <gasps> the Funky Dineva <laughs> is talking to my college yep. mate. First of all, uh-huh. I just got one question. My okay. hair is laid like Michelle Obama, okay? <laughs> God, honey. Presidential realness is. Yes. <laughs> Oh my God! What is up, babe? What 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 do you what questions do you have for my special guest tonight? I just um really don't have any questions. I just wanted to spread the love. I love 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 you, Mr. Funky. Oh, I love you more. Thank you so much. Oh, you know what? I do have a question. I want. When are you gonna post some new videos? Are you like? Is it crazy? Are you super busy? What's happening? I'm I'm like missing you online. Um. So, honestly and truthfully, I'm going to tell you what happened. I had a Lauren Hill moment. You know, um, coming into this industry, these bitches will make you crazy if you let them. And it was just one of those things where I was like, y'all motherfuckers are not going to turn me into a machine, and I'm going to take 30 days off because when this stops becoming fun, there's no reason to do it. That's and very so true. I so I just honestly just took a spiritual retreat. And that's, that's really, you know, I'm, the funny thing is I try not to share too much of my personal Mm-hmm. Life with the world. I try to preserve as much of it as possible, but that's really what it was. It was just I was getting sick. I was doing a lot of traveling. Um, you know, some contract stuff wasn't going right, and people uh-huh. were trying to make me do things I didn't want to do. So I, I had to take thirty days off to kind of get back to my center and remind folks that this is my shit. I made this. I created this from the ground up. Nobody gave me nothing. I do what I want to do when I want to do it and how I want to do it. So That's awesome. I'm not mad at that. <laughs> but Did, I'll be back. I, I'm looking forward to it. I cannot wait. Thank you so much. Did you, um, listen, Sabrina, I'm, I didn't took over your show. Um, <laughs> did you, when um, Scandal, when they quoted you at the SAG, they were doing like this thing for SAG where they were talking, and they was like, mm-hmm. yes, God, honey, like, 
how did mm-hmm. how did that make you feel? I mean, I was over here like that, that was actually today the proudest moment in my oh. career. Um, even more so than you know the television appearances and whatnot, because mm-hmm. that showed me that what I've got going on has reached an it, it, it's transcended urban black folk. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. I, I really thought that what it was, you got Carrie Washington and the cast of Scandal at the Screen Actors Guild, you know, award um, panel, yeah. quoting Funky Dineva. It's like, bitch, you, you kind of a big deal. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it was great. Right. It was great. Okay. <laughs> I live out here. I live in, I'm, a, um, I'm an actor out here. And so... A lot of people quote you. I mean, they may not say it, uh, you know, online or anything like that, but a lot mm-hmm. of people, a lot of people, like everybody knows who the the Funky Dineva oh, is. at the hotel talking about, yes, mm-hmm. Yeah, right, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going awesome. to have to get Shonda to get us both on the show. I went in, I auditioned for two roles, and it would have been in the season finale, but I didn't get them. But, but I'm, I'll be damned, I'm going to get one. I'm going to get one. You know, the funny thing about it is, I really got a feeling Shonda going to put me on that show this season coming up. I don't know why I feel it. I'm, I'm putting that out there in the universe. You're going to need okay. to hire. You're going to need some gladiators. Uh-huh. I know, that's right. Let me, let me work at the front. <laughs> I told her, I said, well, I don't know how good my acting is. I said, let me just be a corpse. I can I can play dead now. I can do that real <laughs> Wake up with like David. Okay. Okay. Oh my God. Now thank you for yes. calling, sweetheart. Thank Y'all, you for thank having you for me. Messages. No problem. We'll talk off here soon, love. Okay. Bye. Thank you. We got like another caller and another caller. Let's let's go here. Caller, you're live on in the studio with Sonny and Funky Dineva. Yes, God. My hair is late like Chateau Charay and the rain that is coming in it. Oh, girl. Girl, you don't, you don't make my ass itch calling her. Oh, <laughs> yes, God, ask for cream, please, honey. Yes. That's my question. What no is going on with Chateau Charay and you? And the second part of that question thing. is. Oh, okay. So let me I'm tell you what's going on with her. Yes. She didn't like the fact that we went out in, her, in front of her house and made them videos, but there was another blogger who actually went in her house. Huh. And when she went in the house, um, you know, I guess Sheree said, enough is goddamn enough, which y'all make a fool out of me. And so she went to court and filed on me, Michelle uh, Brown of Straight from com, and it was Tamara Tattles who went in her house. She filed criminal trespassing charges against us, and then she also went and tried to file restraining orders. She filed three restraining orders against us, actually, um, three separate times. But long story short, um, she all the cases got dismissed and dropped because the judge was like, he's full of shit. We were criminal, criminally trespassing. You know, the judge ate us up. She was like, you know, I don't know. Y'all did something bad, but it wasn't illegal. And she was like, if I could find something to slam y'all ass with, I would, but I can't. So case dismissed. Um, oh my God! I mean, that—that's that, the root of it. Yes, God, honey, tell the blogger go in, but don't let have in the girl's house. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Or better yet, let have don't go in. You know what I'm okay. saying? Okay. So. My next question, because you know that last job took over the show and had all the questions, honey. But my question is this: Are you still doing business with Miss Candy, honey? Because you're talking about contracts and people want you to do too many things and stuff. They said Miss mm-hmm. Candy's but, business ain't so sweet, hunting. 
No, it wasn't. It, it actually wasn't candy. It, it wasn't had nothing to do with candy at all. It actually was just really just the demands. You know, like y'all, y'all be hungry for these reviews, honey. Okay. And it's like watching all this TV, and I'm like, child, I can't keep up. And then I ain't got no man. And then I, it's just, it was a lot. It was just a lot. So I just had to take a little bit of time off. Um, that's all that. I mean, that that's the, the start and finish of it. Just go on. All right, man. All right, you have a good one. Now, you have, um, you touched on a few things. In social media, my my very first show, which was in in the end of May, I had uh, Tyler Perry's cast on for For Better or Worse, Kiki Haynes, Kent Falcon, and comedian actress Coco Brown. And one of the things that was so epic. In that um, that show, Kiki, who's been a, she's been a, she's an actress, she's an established actress. You know, mm-hmm. she lives in she lives in L.A. Okay. She kind of had a sabbatical herself where it was doing some things. It got slow, so she kind of started doing other things, and then she came back mm-hmm. to saying, "Okay, I want to do something. I want to I want to have some roles." Things wasn't really moving. She went onto social media. Both of her opportunities, her most recent, one being Tyler Perry, mm-hmm. and another, another opportunity came through social media. Oh, wow. Okay. 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 So another one of my high school friends, um, she was on air with me two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Sadika Muhammad, snapped up to my homegirl, Kimwood Academy, up in there, strong. She's got a new series on YouTube called Moms, the series. It's hilarious. Okay. 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 Check that out. Yeah, you got to. And, you know, she, like myself, like you, uh, made a decision. You know what? I want to be able to control the opportunities for myself. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to wait on nobody. Mm-hmm. nobody. I said this has been my Tyler Perry attitude for the mm-hmm. longest. Mm-hmm. Don't wait on Hollywood or wait for somebody to tap you on your shoulder to validate mm-hmm. you. So, you know, with this, it's, it's ironic that these last, all my shows actually have patterns where people have mm-hmm. really specified how they have allowed themselves to be developed, mm-hmm. and through that development, mm-hmm. their discovery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So for you, um, at this stage, what haven't you done what you'd like to do? Um, hmm. You know, the funny thing about it is there's a lot that I like to do, mm-hmm. but I'm very lazy. I'm not going to lie. I'm very lazy. And I... Hmm. The, the next step for me, and I already know this, is television. Okay. okay. We've already been talking, talking yep, to network some network television. television, talking to some people okay. about nighttime talk. I'll go ahead and talk about that. Okay. Um, but the thing We're is, not talking reality. No, or, I would okay. never do reality TV. I okay. would never be one of them bitches I talk about. I tell other people's business, not mine. Um, so that is not uh, okay. that's not, I would never do. And, you know, reality TV, you got to be real careful with that because it's just, once that show is up, you're up. You know, mm. everybody's not going to have a Nene Leaks on the road. So those are, you know, it's, it's and, and we'll stuff. talk about this reality TV thing. Because actually, believe it or not, as much as I talk about it, I'm actually sick and tired of it. And I hate the fact that reality TV has created this mindset now that everybody thinks that's their damn way out the ghetto. Everybody okay. I know trying to, we trying to get a reality show. We trying to get a reality show. What's your reality show going to be about? Yes, me and five friends, we work at the barbershop. Bitch, you want to see that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, we'll go to the corner on Monday right. you can see that. And if they do one more damn wives of anything, I am going to die. Like, the shit is just tired through and delayed. We got an online question. Crystal says, 
What do you think about American medicine? Um, That's interesting. You know, for all of those who are listening, if you haven't seen the show Married to Medicine, I believe the whole cast is black, isn't mm-hmm. it? I'm going to take one person. Okay, and they're wise uh, doctors. Mm-hmm. And this is being filmed out of the uh-huh. and, and, and two of them are doctors. Dr. That's Kamal correct. and Dr. Jacqueline Waters. That's mm-hmm. right. So what's your take on that? What do I think of Married to Medicine? I'm being honest with you. I've only watched two episodes. Um, when it first was being promoted, I initially was like, oh, you know, I don't want to watch this shit. This is going to be another Housewives of Atlanta. Like, it's filmed in Atlanta. Atlanta is not that big to have all these different subsets of bougie people. So I'm like, they got to the all, the all be coming from the same pool. I watched the first two episodes, and don't get me wrong, I was entertained. Um, but I'm personally just over the wives situation. So it has nothing to do with the show. I think the show is a great show. I mean, the ratings were great. Um, I'm personally just over the wives and just the women fussing about honestly nothing at the very end of the day. So, catty. So you feel like it's very catty? It, 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 you know, I I can't say that in Mary's and Madison. I'm just saying I'm done with the wives situation. It's just, it doesn't move me anymore. Right. It's like what what else and what more haven't exactly. we touched or called? Exactly. We got a call. Let's bring the call in. They've been holding patiently. Carly Alive with In the Studio with Sonny and Funky Dineva. Hello. Is it here? Answer the phone. Oh. Probably over there swallowing a thumb. Uh-oh. I don't know. You don't, you might, Jesus could have been on the main line and you don't miss your blessing. <laughs> speak up. Speak now. Carly there. Okay, well, we'll come back to you, honey. You ain't saying nothing. Um, oh, look, they don't hook up. Okay, so they must have had too much to say. So, literally, now we are year two. Mm-hmm. So, okay, we talk, you mentioned your blogging. So, mm-hmm. let's talk about that. What do you, what it, when, how, and what do you think of that? So, let's see. April of 2011 started the blog, and I started that because my video started appearing on blogs. I, and I really wasn't a big blog person. I only went to, I used to only go to World Star Hip Hop okay. and the YBF, the Young Black and Families. Those were the only two blogs that I kind of actually knew about. Right. And, um, you know, when I started doing these videos, my friends were like, oh, my God, your video is on this blog, on this blog. And then I did a video going off on Marlo Hampton. And um, Michelle Brown from Straight from the A posted it. And, uh, you know me, I'm young, don't know nothing about this industry. I'm just thinking... My videos on a blog, oh, my God, this is just the best thing ever. So I emailed her, and I'm like, thank you so much for putting my video on your blog, and mm-hmm. can I take you out for a drink, and da 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 And um, honestly, truthfully, after hanging out with Michelle, we I met her at Justin's for a drink, and then we just connected somehow. Okay. And, um, you know, just through our, through our friendship, I decided, well, let me try this. You know, Michelle's doing this, and she coached me, and I got it up and running. That's what's up. So you have your site, mm-hmm. and your site, um, you got your trademark, uh-huh. beautiful red and black logo. You know, of course, I'm loving that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so you blogging. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have people that are having you to blog specifically mm-hmm. for certain products or something like that? Do they really want you to, to speak on? No, I um, have people send me stuff all the time, and I have people and network execs try to sway me to say certain things in a roundabout way. Um, But, again, going back to that situation I was telling you about this month, 
people trying to make you a machine and trying to make you into a, a corporation for them. I had to kind of get back to my roots and say, don't stray away from what made you what you are. Right. Don't, and don't maintain your integrity. Right. So, yeah. so I blog about what I want to blog about when I want to blog about it. I won't. I, I don't take money to endorse products because I'm like your product prop. It, it's shitty. Like uh, so, I'm not gonna lie to these folks and be like, go buy this, and I don't like it. You know what I'm saying? I don't. People send me stuff all the time, and I'm gonna tell y'all out there when you send me stuff and I don't talk about it, it's probably because it was crappy. Oh, that's, 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 that's well, honestly, this is honestly what it is, you know. But you know what? People need to know that. It's just sometimes crappy. if you develop something, everything you develop is not gonna be right. Okay. Right. You know, I mean, I do. I do with marketing. Just for instance, some of my clients. You know, sometimes people have, they have unrealistic they have unrealistic values of thoughts, and they don't line up with the things that makes sense. So sometimes you have to test market things. And sometimes people can't see. No. Like, you know, I, 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 I look at people sometimes and I'm like, when you open the magazine, do the products in the magazine look like this shit you just gave me? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, wow. you know, or people, you know, um, speaking that, that marketing too, people with these, these websites and these books, like don't get me wrong, y'all. Mm-hmm. We all got to start from somewhere. Like I look at back at when my blog first started. Mm-hmm. But half some level of professionalism, and don't True. put things out there if they're not ready. You only get one time to make a first impression. I got you know people that's owning businesses and stuff, and website look like somebody in sixth grade made it in computer class. Don't do that. Take your look on. Wait till you get your income tax and do it right. Instead of buying, instead of you know trying to rush out there and just mm-hmm. put something out there. Exactly. And y'all cutting out these damn t-shirt businesses. And one more person, but got your T-shirt business that is done. But what's the point? I mean, well, this is the thing, you know. If it's, if you're gonna do something, do it with passion, right? You know, and have realistic expectations when you do. You know, when you're doing things in, with passion, I think that you have a better result when you're just doing it to drive money. And and, and case in point, if there's no passion behind anything you do, you're not gonna be good at it. And and that's at the very end of the day, it's not gonna prosper and you're not going to be good at it. So, you know, I, I talk to people all the time about business ventures and stuff, and they say, well, what's the, you know, I want to start a business. Oh, well, what kind of business you start? I don't know. One, they make a lot of money, but see, you are, you, you've already lost. Yeah, because you don't have any direction. You've already you lost. have to have some direction, have to have a significant understanding of what it is that you want to accomplish, mm-hmm. you know. So, like, for you, you know, what's your, what's, your ne- what's your next move for you that you want, if you would like to share? Okay, yeah. Um, Honestly, truthfully, I don't know, and I really get off on the fact that I live okay. life very haphazardly. Mm-hmm. I don't worry about tomorrow. I really don't look too far ahead. I mean, some people may say that's a fault or not such a good thing. I honestly just live day to day, and I know that the universe will put me where I'm supposed to be. So I just make myself available and keep my heart, my mind, and my spirit open to receive and 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 go in the direction you know, God wants me to go. And the reason why I live this way is because I was the one that planned my life out, you know, and shit just don't go according to plan. So so you don't miss your job? Not at all. Now, I do miss the adult interaction. You know, one thing about being a rich white woman, I don't go to the country <laughs> club because they too messy because I'm oh. home most of the time. And I do miss oh interacting with people. 
interacting on a day-to-day basis with other grown people. But okay, I do have a very important question. Okay. Now that your level mm-hmm. of celebritism, mm-hmm. although that's a word, I made mm-hmm. it up. That's all right. Do you find <laughs> do you find yourself having moments where people recognize you on the street? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And where do you find, how do you find the level in which you feel like this person is being authentic mm-hmm. in relation mm-hmm. to you? Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like you have the intuitiveness mm-hmm. to uncover? Mm-hmm. You know, have you had times where you've yeah. had people? Well, the beautiful thing is I um, did stop taking friendship applications a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So. I don't. Oh, no, ma'am. I've been, you know, I've been stopped taking friendship applications. So, honestly, I haven't been in a situation where anybody new has come into my life and I've had to ascertain why it is they're here. Um, and, then, and then the new friends that I have made um, actually have equal as much or more to lose than I do. I've met other entertainers that I've become friends with, and I'm, and I'm a bit more comfortable becoming with friends with people that, don't want anything because I can't. They they got more than me. Right, you know. And so, you know, you for yeah, a couple of new friends. I got you know. I got there's a couple CNN reporters in the building that I've become friends with, and a couple you know um, football Falcons players in the building that I've become friends uh-huh. with. But, you know, people like that. I can't really do much for them. But in terms of um, I mean, indeed, but they got way more money than I do, so I ain't worried about them trying to get somebody. And they got way more celebrity than I do. Right. Um, and, you know, I just maintain my, my same old friendships. You know, the beautiful thing about it is I haven't gone through that situation where losing friends is set and third because I've tried to remain as humble as possible. You know, and, and all my friends will tell you I'm I'm probably child more, more tired and humble now than I was when I was working. So. And you know what's so cool about that statement? Um, my buddy, actress, comedian, Coco Brown, she said on the show with us on the studio, in the studio that, you know, I I had to make sure and, and recognize that I never take that attitude that I have a lie. Mm-hmm. When you take that attitude that I have mm-hmm. a lie, yeah, and, and you know, it's amazing. You meet and you see different people calling, you know, coming at you, coming from different places, mm-hmm. and their attitudes, or even you see established people mm-hmm. who have been in, the, you know, in Hollywood. You know, I love to be able to see genuine people mm-hmm. that just enjoy their craft, they're great at their craft, and they're being recognized mm-hmm. for their talent. Mm-hmm. So we got a caller. Where they go? Caller, I just saw you there. I think we lost you. So if you can't call back, we'll bring you in on the line. Um, so please now, mm-hmm. you have. Uh, how often do you blog? Well, I'm supposed to blog every day, multiple times a day. Okay. I'm just getting back in the groove. I didn't do nothing today, so sorry, y'all. I was tired. So My parents you. were in town. My parents. Oh yeah, were in you town. did. I they were passing through, so. That's why they do no work today. But, I mean, every day it's a job. It's, it's, a, it's a job. I mean, I typically, you know, on a good month when I'm in good spirits, I wake my butt up mm-hmm. like I'm going to work, and I sit where we're sitting right now, and I blog all day long. So what do you blog about? Whatever I feel. Um, you know, it, it's one thing I will say about my blog, unlike some of the more or some of the other blogs, mm-hmm. you will never find all that Rihanna, Chris Brown, Beyonce recycled stuff on my site. Like I don't like. And you know, you know, you won't see a lot from world star hip hop. You know, or yeah. it, you know, cause, yeah. and 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 I'm the first person to say I um got a couple blogs. I mean, I I'm a blogger, but I actually enjoy going on the blogs too. I I, I got my little five favorites that I go on, mm-hmm. but I hate the fact that when I log on, they all got the same content. Content, content. right? You know right, I'm right. Like, okay. right. 
but Rihanna had a car accident. I'm not going to report that because I know everybody's going to do it. So exactly. I try to find the little odds and ends of the funny stuff. And then I also try to slip, you know, some empowering stuff in there and some educational things in every time. But your ass is crazy because I have seen, I remember mm-hmm. you was at some show, I think it was like Birmingham mm-hmm. or it was somewhere it was the South, uh, mm-hmm. you was at an event mm-hmm. and you recorded this thing where, I mean, it was just crazy shit. So I love the fact that you find some of the most natural situations and you'll post those videos and that's stuff that people won't see. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, but you know, a lot of times people are doing things just for it to go viral mm-hmm. versus you doing Exactly. Just doing what I love. You know, something else that I started too because doing all this entertainment stuff, I started feeling empty. Um, you know, when you sit down to gossip about housewives and stuff all day, I mean, the shit can get pretty superficial. So right. the spirit led me to start the Dear Dineva portion of the website where people writing in their letters and their personal issues and whatnot, and it's really been getting a huge response um, from 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 the audience. Awesome. So that allows direct interaction mm-hmm. between you and... Mm-hmm. That's one of them right there. Oh, mm-hmm. awesome. I had a hot commodity. No, I'm a hot commodity. Oh, I'm a hot commodity to attack losers. Woohoo! Has only had two boyfriends dead to date online. And this was yesterday. This, this was yesterday. yesterday. Mm-hmm. So, so people write in all the time. I mean, you, you, you'll you be surprised some of the, the the letters that I get. And I got y'all's letters out there, y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm slowly getting back into Google things. I'm responding. Yes, God. I see there's a lot of posts on here. I mean, people don't. You know, what is the purpose of blogging for those who who say, like I met somebody the other day and they was like, oh, you know, like when you, how, how about this? How, what happens to you when you have people say, well, oh, I, I got a, a, a radio show or I got this or I got that. And they're like, oh, yeah, I want to do that. But then when it breaks down, right. what it entails, right. what happens? It's like deer in headlights. You know, it's funny because we live in, we live in a, a situation, a society now where everybody wants to be a celebrity by any means necessary, right. and they want the easiest track. And I, I got people now, you know, bloggers are really just starting to come to the forefront in terms of how big a business it is. And, y'all, honestly and truthfully, it is really good money. And on the surface, it seems simple. Sure, I'm going to write some stuff, post it. But it really ain't. A, you gotta have passion. You gotta have passion behind what you're doing because if not, people will be able to tell in your writing. You gotta know what you're talking about, and you've got to be unique. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I'm not gonna lie. My blog site it cost me less than ten dollars to start this business. Cost me less than ten dollars. Five ninety nine for the domain, four ninety nine for for the email address. You know what so I'm saying? So for those who are trying to figure out how you can get paid for blogging, mm-hmm. what what is that? What is that? You know, what okay. is that entail? So, again, um, it's, it's funny because I'm going to give you the technical reason. I'm going to tell you how to get paid. The, the, the technical way you get paid from blogging is through advertising. I mean, it really just is as simple as signing up for, like, an email address, and they give you these ad codes that you just post on your website. So that part is very easy. I mean, you can honestly start a blog today and start making money right now, mm-hmm. okay? But the kicker is, so many people focus on getting paid. If you get people to your site and if you write passionately, just have good stuff, the ads will take care of themselves. You see what I'm saying? So that the name of the game is don't focus on the money, focus on the content. If you put good content on your site, stuff that people want to see and read, the money will come. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So how long have you been blogging now? 
Um, so probably about a year and a half. Okay. So the blog came shortly after the video. The blog came shortly after. It just seemed to be the natural progression of things. I was sitting there gossiping, watching these TV shows anyway, and I had got so engulfed in it, it only made sense. Yeah. And then what it did was created a second stream of income. Because you had YouTube with one stream, and then the blog became a section. Okay, and we got an online question. Okay. Would you blog about the Trayvon Marquez, which just started in Florida? Okay. This is something that is a serious situation. So um, the answer is no, I won't. Um, it's heavy. It's heavy. That's a heavy situation. It's heavy, and, and, and that's a good word. It's heavy, and so no, I won't. Um, I won't blog about it because for me personally, it's just too heavy. And then with the nature of Funky Dineva's satire, you know, um, that's just not something you joke about. Even if you make a slight joke, you don't want to offend anybody as, as offensive as I can be. Uh, but, no, that that's just too heavy for me. And And I don't feel guilty or bad about not addressing it because it's getting the media coverage that it deserves. So Right. And, you know, for, and you're from Florida. I'm from Miami. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a lot of activity that happens like this. It happens in a lot of mm-hmm. cities. But um, with this, you know, with this happening in the in the midst of, um, you know, uh, a lot of legal things are coming to the forefront. You have gun control. You have, you know, same gender, um, trying to have, you know, laws. Exchange. So, would you ever find yourself on the forefront mm-hmm. for lobbying or for mm-hmm. anything for a cause? Have you ever done any it, lobbying? Indeed. I mean, if, if anybody reads my site, you can honestly tell the causes I'm for and the ones I'm not. And yes, I, I use my powers to um, get the message out that I want to get. I uh, also allow actually other people to. I got one guy um, named Derek, anti intellect, that writes for me out of D.C. And we push a lot of um, causes. No secret that I'm gay. Um, so LGBT rights and something is really heavy, and I'm a champion for the cause. So anything LGBT related, I, I tend to push. Anything that will break down stereotypes and barriers, I tend to push. Um, a lot of people can hate me for this one, but I'm not the most religious person. I think sometimes um, many of us are just so blind when it comes to religion. So I, I, I use my platform to kind of just challenge people to think. I don't want you to neglect your God, your church, or your religion, but to just kind of think sometimes outside the box. Exactly. I have a few causes about champion. I'm an animal lover, so anything with dogs, I, I push. So do you have um, anything that do you have anything that you would share that maybe you haven't shared that you would like to share with our listening audience right now? Hmm. Before we go to commercial break. And I haven't shared. No, I'm not, not really. You're so funny. I'm so transparent. No, no. How do you think about that? No okay. commercial. We'll, we'll come back to that. And, you know, it's so funny that how I even came to know you and our first conversation, like, we, we didn't even meet for months. We talked, but we never met um, in regards to uh, physical. But I will say this, and I got to say this. This is so important to me. You know, my god sister told me about you, mm-hmm. went online, saw those videos, and I lost it. I was like, oh, my God. And in the midst of us talking, I was just opening up my comedy club oh, god, on the that. south side. And without hesitation, you was like, oh, my God, I'll come down there. I'll love to be able to support you, da 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 And I was like, wow. You know, 
people don't sometimes understand the trueness of, you know, people behind that celebritism. Mm-hmm. So do you find that sometimes people are trying to manipulate you mm-hmm. because of, you know, if they may know you as a person mm-hmm. and now you've come to rise to mm-hmm. be Funky Dineva? Do they try to sometimes mix the two up? Mm-hmm. All the time. All the time. And I think, you know, it, it's my publicist and I, we're actually working on a strategic campaign to kind of really get it out there that Funky D is a character and Q is a person, you know, because for a very long time people thought Funky Dineva was Q in essence. Uh-huh. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I get that all the time, but whatever. You know, I, I roll with it. God's got my back. I'm fine. <laughs> oh, look, you got a sweet here. I'm so glad I got to speak to you. Thanks. Now, I got my red lipstick on. Yes, God, you better wear this. <laughs> and thank you now for calling in. She said, oh, finding my Obama web series. So that's, okay. you know what? She actually was, um, she did a, a she's part, she was part of a sketch group, comic sketch group um, that did these, uh, these spoofs. Um, and, and she actually had some placement in Essence Magazine uh, for doing a, a real house, a real Housewives and Civil Rights, you got to see. I saw that. You see that? I did see the So, that was in the... Okay, okay. So... Yeah, they, they mimic Betty Shabazz and all those different people. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was hilarious. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and, and Wayne Brady was on that. Right. Um, so, you know, it's this... I'm just spitting all over. Totally fine, Sam. So, it's, it's just awesome to see people show their talent. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to go to commercial break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. And then uh, we'll let our, our, our uh, listening audience know about our little video we're going to do. You are listening live to In the Studio with Sonny with my special guest, Funky Dineva, the hottest, craziest celebrity host, personality, social media, mastermind, um, the YouTube conqueror. I'm just saying, how many people you know get emails from YouTube like, yeah, I want to partner with you? I'm just saying, Google had to call them and say, look, can I buy you? You know what I'm saying? That's the kind of stuff we're talking about. But this has just been an awesome um episode tonight, I think that we've had an opportunity to talk to a lot of people from a lot of different places that are listening in and speaking in regards to, um, you know, questions, asking questions about life, 
about their pursuit of things, and we've been talking about a variety of things. We're just talking about kind of like social issues, things that are moving you. And, you know, let's talk about this, because a lot of people are starting to swarm toward Atlanta. So I'm going to ask you to kind of give it real. What is it, what is a realistic point of view about Atlanta versus Hollywood and coming into this industry, dealing with this industry, how would you tell a person to kind of, you know, what, do you, what would you tell them to expect? Okay. Let's start with Atlanta versus Hollywood. Okay. Diane Carroll once said, if you want to be an actress, if you want to be a model, you can't be in Minnesota. You have to go to where your craft is. If you want to be an actor, you need to go to L.A. If you want to be a model, you need to go to New York, point blank, period. Well, Atlanta is one of those places that, that's become another central hub for entertainment, um, more so acting and in the music industry right now. But here's what I'll say. It's, it's very tricky, and it depends on where your strengths lie. L.A., there are 9 billion people out there trying to be actresses. Wow. Atlanta, there are 9,000. But because the circle is smaller in Atlanta and more intimate, yes, it's easier to get in, but it's also easier to fuck up because you piss off one person and you're done or the wrong person and you're done because the circle is so small versus in L.A., yeah, it's harder to get in, but because the circle is so large, there's a bit more room for error. So it really just depends on, you know, people, people say all the time Atlanta is so cliquish. Mm-hmm. Right. It is. Mm-hmm. However, just join the right click. That's all. Exactly. That's all. Exactly. That, that's really what it boils down to. Don't spend your time complaining about it being clickish. Just join the right click. And, you, you know, it's so funny because I said that one time, and somebody's like, you know, you've gotten so cocky. No, that's just that's not what it is, but it's only people who are not in the click or who can't penetrate the circle that are complaining. So speak about that. So you said that people are calling you cocky. Do you just feel like I think, and this is what I've, I remember, uh, you know, I went to an art college. Okay. And SCAD, mm-hmm. shout out to my alma mater, they really gave me a real good bird's eye view mm-hmm. of, you know, looking and, and seeing celebrities, accomplished people. I mean, we've had from major fashion designers, mm-hmm. actors, um, you know, for God's sake, our board of trustee at one time was Bernie Casey, who's been a status actor for years, you know. Um, and you see these people come in. You know they come into an institution for education, but they, if you just, you know, sometimes you just need to pay attention to people, you know what I mean, and just watch how they carry themselves. So what I think happens at some point naturally, the more you come to your center, the more confident you become. Mm-hmm. So when people are calling you cocky, that's your confidence. Mm-hmm. That's your, your reassurance and your understanding of self. Agreed. And then also in this industry, what do you need to be able to handle and do? What do you mean? Well, I think another part of my question was like, you know, how how do you tell somebody to prepare themselves for, you know, you know, for instance, coming to a, an Atlanta or uh-huh. coming to a LA, and trying to establish themselves as a personality or mm-hmm. a celebrity. Okay, so the number one um, thing for me was just really having a strong sense of self, because it's very easy to get lost. In this industry, this industry will try to change you. Mm-hmm. And if you're somebody who's feeble mind or on a rocky foundation or don't have a strong sense of who you are, you will be swallowed up and allow these people to turn you into something you are not. Case in point, this situation I just went through, I need to take 30 days. I'm like, hold on. 
And he said, mm-hmm. I need to go get the focus mm-hmm. because y'all about to make me crazy like Lauren Hill, and I can't have it. Okay. You know, uh, have you seen Lauren? I, you know, I really think she got some mental illness. At the very end of the day, I think it, I think it, as, as much as I don't want to admit it, as much as we don't like to talk about it in the black community, um, mm-hmm. and that's, I think that's mental illness. You know, a lot of that conversation was stemmed around, you know, she has children with um, one of the Marley sons, Mm -hmm. and um, he's a a good-looking man now, Mm -hmm. but, like, you know, they they see, like, five kids. I don't know how many of them are his, almost all of them Mm -hmm. are, but... You know, that separation took a toll on her. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it is... But you can't lose yourself. The thing is, people people been left and cheated on and, and for, for, for the beginning of time, and they ain't going damn crazy. Like, exactly. you, you know, like that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to marginalize her pain, but that shit ain't nothing new. So, exactly. like, pull it together. And it's like, what what happens when you're under, the you, you're in the spotlight, and you see people that have these meltdowns, mm-hmm. these breakdowns. So see, for you at least, you say, let me pull it back. Mm-hmm. Let me get, let me get, get my control together. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it, it appears that you know people don't pull back. You know, you know and I'm grateful that you're not mm-hmm. one that's. You know, sometimes people are, are dealing with their pain and drugs mm-hmm. or alcohol mm-hmm. or you know. You know, it's one of those situations, and I, I firmly believe that other people go through things so we didn't have to. I look at people like Dave Chappelle. I look at that meltdown that Martin had. Look mm. at these people's story. Mm. Why these people have already endured this pain, so I don't have to. Right. You see what I'm saying? So right. don't make the same mistakes they did. I mean, it, there, there's a blueprint. Out. There's nothing new under the sun. That's right. Coming into this industry, I ain't the first. I ain't the last. What I'm feeling, I ain't the first nor the last to feel it. Mm-hmm. Other people have. Look at this story and don't make the mistakes they did. So. Awesome. I, I think you have a good point about that. So with now that, um, so let's just say tomorrow, mm-hmm. someone came to you and said, okay, one of two things. I want to put you on reality TV. Mm-hmm. I want to pay you some stupid dollars for ratings mm-hmm. based on your, you know, your life. Mm-hmm. Is there a difference uh, from what you've seen in that approach and what people are seeing? Is it still more so scripted? Well, I'll it's say this about reality television. It's not scripted, but contrived okay. in the sense that they know, you know, I could never understand. Let's take basketball-wise, for example. Mm-hmm. Jennifer kept showing up the restaurant getting beat up. Mm-hmm. And I just kept saying, oh, Jesus. why you keep going? Like, that in real life, like, no, but in real life, if, I know you somewhere, and me and you don't like each other. I'm not going to go. Right. And so I'm like, why this girl just, I mean, every episode she getting beat up. And, then, you know, after I kind of come in, came into it and started working, you know, with some of these shows, I come to learn, here's what happens. You have your phone. You get 24 hours notice. You need to be at Starbucks tomorrow at 7. Mm. You get there. They tell me to get there at 8 o'clock. I walk in. And then, you know, they also say, we want y'all to talk about what happened last week and whatever. Okay. And we start talking about it and we start fighting, okay? So situation, again, is contrived, but how you act in it really is real. So it's not scripted, but contrived. You wow. know, they, they, they put, create atmospheres and create environments for you to act a donkey. So, like, I remember I said I was going to come back to something mm-hmm. about, you know, in the beginning of the show. So, like, for instance, 
the Kim and uh, uh, Nene, Sheree, mm-hmm. you know, that whole triangle mm-hmm. where they were doing their fighting mm-hmm. and all of that. Mm-hmm. But it appears that Kim and Nene is coming full of circle. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that that itself was more motivated because of um, between those women, mm-hmm. or do you think it was more to show? The show so women are already by nature just, you can't put too many of them in one pot and it's bound to be some drama. But I think the situation, that, that Nene, Kim, Sheree situation, when you really look at, you know, what oh, really God. happened, it was really legitimate and it was for real. You know, you had a whore, a broke person, trying to be like the rich person, which was Sheree at the time. And Sheree, for years, kept meaning them out. You know, she looked down on them. Oh, but wow. then you've got... Wow. You know, and then Nene got a kick out of hanging with Kim because Kim was the rich white girl. Mm-hmm. But then there was a paradigm shift in those relationships. Sheree fell from grace. Mm-hmm. Nene started coming up. And then Kim grew this way. She wanted kids, family. So it's just... She was tired of being... That shift created all that turmoil mm-hmm. amongst her friends. And, and, I mean, it was just an ugly situation. But um, I, I think the situation was very real. I think it was exacerbated by the show and by people getting in, getting in your head. And you're the favorite one. You know, you're the favorite. You're the favorite. I don't care mm-hmm. how strong you are. When there's a group of us, the one person is deemed the favorite or the breakout, it's going to create friction amongst friends. It's just human nature. The Beyonce, Destiny's Child situation, all the girl group situation, when one person is singled out at the breakout start, it's going to create friction, and that's what happened. I think that what has happened now, and this is what I said I was going to come back to, what is your your whole thought about season one, Nene, mm-hmm. and where we are now, Nene? So season one, Nene, I absolutely love. Um, the world loved her because everybody got an auntie like Nene. She was cool and she was relatable. <laughs> and uh, and honest and truly, you know, going back to the rules of the universe, people like people they can relate to. Okay. Season two um, is when things got a little crazy for, um, or, or maybe season two was like season six. Season one, I loved her. Season two, she got crazy. Season three, I hated her. <laughs> I couldn't stand her. I was like, bitch, you've changed. I don't like you. Um, season uh, four or five, um, she started to rein it back in. And I think now that the new normal is canceled and that she can no longer run around talking about, I, I made I'm a Hollywood actress, and she's got to take her role on Housewives a bit more seriously because that's about all the income she got right now, I think we're going to see um, that old need return. You know, I, what she's doing, Glee. Yeah, but that's a small, I mean, four or five lines here, they're, they're really a job. I yeah, mean, it's not like Real Housewives. She's, she's mainly the main one right. left. She's the only one left from the original series, yeah. season one. Yeah. And I know that I feel like if she leaves, that's going to shift. Yeah. That, 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 I don't even know if people will still watch well, it no. as much. You know, I'm like, I love Candy. Like, okay, let's talk about this, too. When Candy first came on, and, you know, I remember Candy from, you know, Escape. Mm-hmm. I had all their music. Mm-hmm. I love their music and everything. And it was just a quiet sale. You know, I think mm-hmm. she was going to, she started developing as a producer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when she came on the show, it kind of allowed me to reconnect with her. Mm-hmm. And 
as another entrepreneur, mm-hmm. a black businesswoman. I was like, I love mm-hmm. her. You know, I didn't, I didn't know all the mystery things, uh-huh. but I loved her, just her, her overall mm-hmm. hustle. I saw mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. and you know, we saw her go through the situation with AJ. Mm-hmm. Her Nene was like mm-hmm. in the beginning. And you can always see there was this underlining. Mm-hmm. And my thought was, I really felt like Mimi saw, like for Candy, Candy was on the show, but in a sense, Candy didn't have to be on Housewives. Exactly. So that made her be that differential. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She was the X factor. Mm-hmm. But since she's been on the show, I expect to see her. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She's become a good balance. Mm-hmm. You know, Faith has come on, mm-hmm. um, you know, and... You know, I remember, uh, like, when Lisa Wu Hartwell was mm-hmm. on there and Deshaun Snow and, um, you know, so you see these different personalities. Mm-hmm. Also, mm-hmm. the personalities, mm-hmm. you feel like they can cause the show to shift. Mm-hmm. Would you say? I, I agree. So now, Candy, I think she's been on with them three seasons. Three, I think so. Mm-hmm. And Phaedra, now they said at the end of the season that somebody was probably – you think it's going with the wind? No, Kenya's coming back. It was Nene was saying that about Portia, and Portia actually oh, was yeah. on the chopping block. She actually kind of was not on the chopping block. She was fired. They were like, okay, thank you for your services. But then when Cordell filed for divorce, it made her interesting, and it mm-hmm. saved her job, actually. But, yeah, if it wasn't for that, Portia would have been gone. So did they? do you know if they divorced her? I don't know if they did. I, 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 I was like, woo, I didn't know where that came from. You know, it's just amazing, like, when you see this kind of stuff and this stuff is happening, you find it that people become so absorbed with it mm-hmm. that you're keeping up with more of them than you mm-hmm. are with it, mm-hmm. you know? And then, you, hear, you hear people say, hey, um, I don't I don't watch this. Do you ever hear people sit up there and try to make an argument that they don't keep up with these shows? Mm-hmm. Do you find them sincere? Mm-hmm. And they lying. They, they do keep up. We all love it. I mean, life sucks sometimes. So we, 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 <laughs> we, we have an escape. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it makes us feel normal when we see them fighting and fussing because oftentimes we're doing the same damn thing. Exactly. Yeah. So for, like, Scandal, I, I, look, Scandal, for yeah. instance, I started, well, I, I caught up with season one while season two was going on. Then I started watching. Okay. So for Scandal, you know, what, you know, Scandal has established I think for a lot of networks, hope, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. maybe they were drowning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So one of the things I said I wanted to come back to is, you know, since you've been exposed to some of this stuff mm-hmm. and you're seeing reality, you're seeing the sets of reality shows happening, and then you see network TV, do you feel like network TV is going to come back as far as, like, original mm-hmm. shows and be able to stand strong with reality TV? I really want it to. I'm going to answer this um, I'm going to use my – I'm going to answer this as an accountant. Reality TV is not going anywhere because it's dirt cheap to produce. Mm-hmm. So, and with that alone, it ain't going nowhere. A show like Scandal, yeah, it brings in great ratings, but the networks are not going to take – I mean, how many shows do you have to make to get a Scandal? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can't right. just pop them out like that, and they cost so much. Mm-hmm. To make, like I said, reality TV – you just paying a cameraman and rolling the cameras, and you, you get a couple fights, and now you're making billions in advertising dollars with exactly. no cost. So exactly. reality TV, and for that reason alone, and because it's a business, reality TV is not going anywhere, unfortunately. Yeah. So far as 
Like Shonda Rhimes, we talked about her earlier. I mean, she kicking ass. Mm-hmm. She did Grey's Anatomy, mm-hmm. Scandal. I think she's got a new project too that's coming out. She's got a new one, and I hope it's good. Mm-hmm. I don't want her to overdo it because I hate when they start singing people's praises and they start trying to do too much. Like my daddy said, if it ain't broke, don't break it. That's right. So Stay on the path. Right. So I, I'm, you know, I'm feeling it. The fourth show, but after that, I wanted to just. Just chill, because you got a good thing. Relish. Don't mess it up. Relish. Trying to take over the whole network television situation. Do you expect Scandal to be stronger next year? You know, they set such a high precedent. Um, I don't want them to change anything. And I think that's where people go wrong. And they the get the success, and they start changing stuff. Like if it ain't broke, don't break it. Don't don't be trying to outdo yourself. Just keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. So let's let's talk about my boy for a second. I think we did some cousins. I claim Will Ooh, Smith. Okay. Will has been very successful. His movie. Mm-hmm. Him and his son. Mm-hmm. Yes. I didn't see. Did you see it? After I her? haven't yet. Okay. I haven't. Yet. I saw a lot of the trailer uh-huh. promotional going on for the last six months. So it comes out. Everybody is throwing that baby under the bus. Mm-hmm. So what is your take on something like how you just mentioned? Mm-hmm. So what is your take on, you know, we'll use Will as an example. He's established himself. Mm-hmm. You know, do you feel like he gets a pass for having a movie like this happen? Now, what's the issue? I don't know if, so first of all. I, I know I heard something about they were saying he was trying to push the Scientology agenda. Maybe somebody just wanted to connect it. I don't know. I haven't I, seen I, I haven't movie. seen it either, so I might. But my thing is. You know, uh, they're just saying it just didn't do that well. Okay. At all. Well, like I mean, it just did not do well at all. I mean, and you a radio show, you gonna have a crappy show one day. Exactly. You gonna have a crappy show. That's couple, my thing. You gonna have a couple crappy shows. I mean, you you're allowed that. You not name one actor every movie they made was good. I mean, you win some, you lose. You know some. what I think, and I'm gonna say this in connection to like our conversation about mm-hmm. Nene, Will. Um, I even go with music. You know, as artists. Mm-hmm. Our life comes through our work. Mm-hmm. If you really pay attention, if you really become a fan and you connect with somebody, just watch them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use Usher, R. Kelly, as an example. Usher's best damn CD, Confessions mm-hmm. 2, mm-hmm. that thing was so stupid because it was in the height of him going through what he was going through with his wife, mm-hmm. relationships and stuff like that. So a lot of times things that's going on in your personal life mm-hmm. affect your profession. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Will and Jada had a lot of stuff going on mm-hmm. as far as rumors about their marriage. Right. Timing-wise, this probably might have been coming out of that situation, uh-huh. you know. Um, and then, like, Nene, you talked about how she was like this mm-hmm. in one part of the season. Now she's going into another direction. I feel like a lot of that comes from, you know, maybe what's going on in people's lives. Yeah, but his personal life ain't got nothing to do with the plot. For the script, I mean. Well, I don't know if he wrote the plot. You know what? He could have told you. I don't think they're saying his acting was bad. If if they were saying his acting was bad, then I could say it's something personal. Then they're talking about the movie. I mean, he has no control of the script, and he didn't write the movie. So it's probably just a bad movie. It's probably just a bad movie. Well, for him, I think that the biggest humbug about it is that Will normally does movies. Notoriously, his 4th of July releases. Uh-huh. Normally do well. Uh-huh. But I think for him, this is the first time he's not considered a box office hit. Yeah. Well, right. I think the other so, thing. I think the other thing is too. Don't nobody want to see no movie with two people in it. I, I think you know what I'm saying. But you know what? Well, no, no, no. Tom Hanks had Wilson. 
you know. And, On the and, damn island. And then I'm going to tell you what the other thing is, too. <laughs> he did not do another one. Will, Will is a... Passed away or something? Will is a star, um... I don't think I think people looked at the situation like oh, you kind of cocky you and your son doing this we're like bitch we don't want to come see both of y'all. Well, shit, he did great and uh, happiness. But, the, and that's happiness. The but see the difference there with the story that and, that and people like cute little kids. Oh look at this cute little boy. This boy's grown now. Nah, he like, had, yeah, he me, boy. Y'all y'all ain't gonna take all our damn money and build no empire with it. Like he should have went. He should have went and got another name. Jaden Smith is not a big name actor. So Will, I mean, don't nobody... And he did well with Karate Kid. In essence, don't nobody want to see no movie with one person in it, which is Will. Right. You know, like... Well, you know what, and he did... Uh, Not to mention that other movie that he, he had did, did. where he was just... Yeah. And it, um, I, think, I think it made a lot of people... Yeah, I think it made a lot of people go back to that. And don't get me wrong. That movie was good, movie? but I've never seen it again. I have no interest in watching it again. I can't remember the name of it. But he was the only person left on earth. Or, yeah, or, and then they right. found other people. So in essence, you did this already. Yeah, I mean, you know what? That was the one conversation. This is, yeah, this has been. So this is the thing. Do you challenge yourself as an artist to do something totally crazy and try to do something different to where it challenges you as a as an actor or, or a director? Um, so when it comes to my craft, honestly and truthfully, and that's why sometimes my videos are few far in between, I don't do anything. I just sit there and when the spirit tells me to move, I move. But as it relates to, you know, building the brand and, and, and handling the business aspect of it, yeah, I do challenge myself. You know, I, I look at my blog. I'm like, okay, you got to do something to get your numbers up. I look at the videos. I've got 122 videos, 120 something on That's YouTube now. So now it's getting to the point where it's like, okay, what next? You, are, are, mm-hmm. you, you can't just sit on YouTube forever. So now I'm pushing myself to break out of that and to honestly, you know, do the television, do the radio situation. So from the business aspect, yeah, I always challenge myself. But from the creative aspect, honestly and truthfully, I take no credit. I just sit and let the spirit use me. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Look, we're going to open up the studio lines for our last few minutes for our callers to call in and see to us live because we're getting ready to wrap this thing. So if you're listening in, you're on, on uh, online listening to us, I hope you tweeted us at Loudmouth. Use the hashtag FunkyDineva, Loudmouth Radio, so we know that you have commented about this actual show, you can call us at 347-826-7520, and we'll bring you in. we only got a few more minutes. We're going to talk on air. And we got a question that was posted. Oh, my God. Did you see about Chad? Chad Johnson, Ultra had a domestic charge with the court, trying to get out of the situation. The judge is watching this whole little parameter in which, okay, I'm going to allow you, Chad, freedom. Mm-hmm. Chad, a football, NFL football player taps his attorney on the ass. Mm-hmm. This is a common gesture, right? Mm-hmm. Why the judge is like, okay, you think that's funny? Mm-hmm. Send the baby off to jail mm-hmm. for 30 days. What's your take? She had it out for him, and it was one of those situations. It's so funny because I'll give you a similar story. I think she had it out for him, and she – couldn't get him on what he was there for, and so she found anything she could get him on, um, and she abused her power to exercise her frustration. Similarly, when when we went to court with Sheree, mm-hmm. 
you know, it, it was one of those things where originally I was not going to hire a lawyer because I was like, you know, this is simple. I didn't do anything. The video shows that I'm not on her property. This should be a slam dunk. Well, bitch, I almost ended up in jail, you know, yeah. fucking around with Sheree because the judge looked at the video, and for whatever reason, you know, Funky Dineva is not everybody's cup of tea. It's just okay. not. And she didn't find the shit funny at all. She thought, you know, she let it be known. Y'all are grown. This is disgusting. You know, y'all need to grow up. I mean, she ripped me a new one. And then she honestly, she started flipping through the books and was like, you know, this is um, disorderly conduct. And wow. she tried to get me disorderly conduct. And then my attorney said, no, 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 open up your book. Look at the criteria of disorderly conduct. This does not fit disorderly conduct. And so, you know, so my attorney, you know, finally broke it down to her and said, listen, there's no secret you don't like it. It ain't your cup of tea. What he did may, you know, be immoral in your book, but it's not illegal. And the judge said to myself, she said, you know, you guys, barely getting out of here, and she said, if I ever see you in my courtroom again, I'm going to nail your ass. She was like, you lucky I cannot find something in this book to get you on. Because, you know, so sometimes these judges, you know, take their personal feelings out and abuse the law, and I think that's what happened. I, I, you know. I feel the same way. I think, I saw the video, and I was like, really? And, you know, the statement was to the child was that you got a great lawyer, but then minutes later, you slapping him in jail. So, I think that, you know, you, it's unfortunate, but you got to be conscious, you know, to protect yourself, mm-hmm. you got to protect your brand, mm-hmm. and also be conscious. Mm-hmm. You know, I have some situations, you know, I'm a, you know, Internet radio allows you a lot of room. Uh, it's not FCC regulated, which means that it's not as censored mm-hmm. as your traditional mainstream radio is. Mm-hmm. Um, are, let me ask you this. Have you ever really listened to, like, Michael Bazin? I don't like Michael Bazin. I've listened to it. I don't, I don't, okay. I don't Michael Bazin, George Wilburn, mm-hmm. off air. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fransky, like Wanda, off air. Mm-hmm. So you have people that are carrying ratings. Yeah. Yeah. And the power move like that happens. Yeah. What do you define that as? Um, it's, it's all about the business. It, you know, it, it, it's. You know, but but then again, you know, you know, the Michael Basin situation is crazy because Mike wanted more money and he felt like his brand commanded more money. He felt like he was worth more by all means. Get it? Frank walked. Same thing. You know, Frank walked, um, walked solely because he felt like he had been in the same place for too long. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. It, it, it's tricky, especially with black radio. You know what I'm saying? When I when our power players um, that have the carrier ratings come off. Um, but then some people can look at it as a blessing, seeing that it freed up spaces for people like you to come along, maybe take their jobs. So, you know, it's, it's a double-edged sword. It's a double-edged sword. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things where you wonder that, like, for instance, like, say, for instance, like, our platform right now, we had a capability, like you said, mm-hmm. yes or no. I could come back with mm-hmm. retreat, mm-hmm. and you say, wait, stop. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. So do you feel like there's this, this situation that you, like, you know, like I said, a network comes along and says, okay, I'm going to give you this, and you have this situation where you yeah. have more control mm-hmm. and you can, you know, but then the other big, the big will come along and say, well, I'm going to put you in this situation. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's a money that you mentioned that because that's kind of the situation I'm in now. Mm-hmm. You're only going to get butt so far on your own. At a certain point, 
when you want your brand to become a global brand, a national brand, or you really want to start making the big dollars, it's inevitable, but you got to sell a portion of your soul. You see what I'm saying? But I just make sure I'm – now, I'm willing to sell 20%. Okay. Know your percent. Know your percent. Long as I retain the largest portion of my soul, because okay. it's a give and a take, you know. These people, you can't, they can't come invest a million dollars in you and you think you're just going to do what you want to do with these people's money. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. everything comes along with stipulations and a price. I mean, yeah, we're going to give you $2 million, but you're going you gonna to tap dance for us for a little bit too. And so, it, you know, so, yeah, I sell the 20 just as long as I can keep it up to 20. <laughs> I sell up to 20. I ain't mad at you. You know, but... So, you know, it, it's a give and a take. It's a game. It, it, it's political. You know, going back to what I was saying about moving to Atlanta Entertainment Circle, you know, about pissing folks off this and the third. If you notice, I don't talk too bad about people in Atlanta because, bitch, I got to live here. Okay. okay? I'm not going to be in the grocery store. Y'all are running up on me, trying to beat me up, and I'll never forget. I did some, some stuff with V103, and I called Miss Sophia for some advice, you know, as somebody who was there. And I said, you know, Sophia. Um, was this why Sophia was on it? No, this was after. This okay. Was after. And I okay. said, you know, you know, give me some advice. And if you, like she gave me, she said, do not be going up there talking about these Atlanta celebrities real bad on this radio, because when V103 see you on these live remote broadcasts, they ain't gonna send no security out there with you. And I've had oh situations that people have heard on the radio. I'm gonna be in front of so and so club and have driven out there and tried to fight me. And that's, oh that's the real deal. <laughs> I forgot where we were going, but that, that, that's the real deal. Wow. So for you at this point, um, you know, over the next, you know, I know you've been in your hiatus. Mm-hmm. So the next thing we got going on is uh, kind of show the audience what you got going on. I know you said the uh, so, Love Hip Hop was coming up. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if they're going to invite me back to the reunion um, this time around, and I don't know. Um, I'm just, you know, waiting on that call, waiting on that email. But what I've got going up, you guys can definitely um, be expecting some more TV situations. Those have already kind of been uh, put in motion. Um, we're looking at um, strengthening the blog. I'm considering coming uh, coming back to radio. We'll see. Um, um, and just, you know, we got an apparel line. We've got, you know, I'm really, because I'm not a fashion designer, I'm not a fashion person, that's why the T-shirt situation and the apparel, I, I've kind of it's kind of been on the back burner. But I've hired somebody now to just handle that situation for me because I'm not passionate about it. So it's gonna it's just gonna be half assed if I try to attack that. So let me hire somebody to do that. Um, but you know we just just expect the train to keep on driving. They featured some of the doll stuff on the Wendy Williams show this morning, so that was great. Um, some stuff I had wrote about Kenya from the site. So. You know, just just expect to see more and more Funk Uneve on TV and just watch the brand grow. Cool. I want to thank all of our listeners that have been tuning in to In the Studio with Sonny. We're live in the studio with Funky Dineva. And I want to make sure you guys know that if you just tuned in, you can actually archive this show at loudmouthradio.com once we come off air. It will be available for full on-demand 24-7 listening. And we want to thank our sponsors, who are always an intricate part of our network, Fletcher & Sons 2 Auto Repair Jonesboro, Digimo Printing of Stockbridge, Georgia, as well as AtlantaCarfinders.com of Metro Atlanta. 
And we, of course, want to thank the brand uh, right here oh, tremendously for allowing us to come into the penthouse suite. This is awesome. <laughs> and, you know, we said we were going to do a nice little impromptu video. My little baby wasn't feeling that well for a few days. Oh, You're well, doing better now. Better. Yeah, so we're going to talk, but we'll have some things. So make sure you stay tuned with Funky.Neva. So if you haven't been online, go to the site. Um, tell people how to find you. All thanks Funky Dineva. Check out the blog, www.funky.neva.com. That's F-U-N-K-Y-D-I-N-E-V-A. Um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, it's all Funky Dineva. I've made it very easy for you. Or just Google Funky Dineva. Awesome, sweetheart. So I want to make sure that everybody knows to follow him on Twitter because you always post wherever you're going to be or doing something, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. And we'll we'll maybe talk about some other things you'll be doing with Loud Mouth Radio. And I just want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. We're at that hour. We're ready. We're going to go have us a drink, honey. Okay. <laughs> we're about to get it in. And we will actually post some of this interview online at Loud Mouth TV as well as Funky Dineva. We'll put it on YouTube as well. So I want to thank everyone for tuning in tonight. You guys are awesome. Make sure you, you actually uh, connect with us. Our mobile messaging is available at Loudmouth. Um, which I want you to do is tweet loudmouth, L-O-U-D-D-M-O-U-T-H, and use the hashtag um, in the studio tonight. You can post your comments. Also, Funky Dineva, of course, but on the show you can make sure you use your hashtag. Also, mobile messaging is available with us at loudmouth, so we want to make sure you're getting all the information, finding out promotions, finding out new things that's going on. So text loudmouth, L-O-U-D-D-M-O-U-T-H, to 77948. That will bring you into our network. And we are just signing off for eating today. Do you have anything else you would like to share? I'm good, thanks. We're good? All right, we're about to go get our drink on. It's been an awesome night. Thanks for listening, guys. Good night.
Everything else. 